0: E Tank is funded by listeners like you. Put your pet shirt on and a
1: brown coat, too. Everybody's joining the crew to the E Tank, the Rocky Mountain. King.
2: Hi, I'm Guy. Hi, I'm Troy.
0: And I'm Natalie.
2: And this is Geek Tank Live. So uh, we broke our rule because Chelsea's not in Hawaii.
1: Oh man, I know. She needs Chelsea's to do- on special yeah. assignment, but it's not Hawaii's assignment. <laughs> special Hawaii. Five O. You know that that happens. That happens. We solved some mysteries when we were there. Yeah.
2: Today we're talking about plot twists. So but at first. The news. That's a twist. Yep. Yeah. So we're doing something different with the news. You might want to cue Alert people
1: of what we're doing. We're going to do news in a minute for each one of us. So, <coughs> so we need so
2: three minutes to do news. So because news Chelsea's not minutes. here. If she's here, it'd be four minutes. Otherwise, it'd be, yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. how math works. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Three, two, one.
1: Okay. So in the news, Aaron Eisenberg, played Nog from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, passed away satellite last week. There were vigils held at DS9 on Star Trek Online, and on World of Warcraft on the 29th from 7 to 8. Aaron Eisenberg's son will be holding a vigil on the Area 52 retail server, so that's an important thing to note. Um, if you want to join them, you can join in on that server. But I guess it's an undead server, so you have to. If you don't have an undead character, I don't know how WoW works. It's not a game I play, so. I do know that his name has been added to the memorial at, at uh, Starbase, star at the Starbase. Are you having a problem with the cable? Nope. Okay. Also, MS-15 launched the ISS last week, and so we have a new crew up there. It was a Soyuz launch, and all went well. Hey, you made it. I made it.
2: And that's our timer. Right? <laughs> okay. But it just goes on forever now. Apparently, it. there you go. It's been dismissed. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, there you go.
0: So in K-pop news, uh, BTS is back from their break. Um, they just came back from filming *Abroad*, popular theory, uh, which is helped by the fact that they are posting Twitters all over mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, is that they've been filming in New Zealand. They just got back home to Korea uh, just this week. TWICE and CARD have also made comebacks this week, um, TWICE with a song name I can't remember and Card with Dumb Liddy, which oddly I can remember. <laughs> uh, J-Hope from BTS and Becky G have done a collaboration which airs uh, 6 a.m. K- KST on September 27th, so bright and early tomorrow morning. Um, the collab is called CNS, which stands for Chicken Noodle Soup. Uh, Blackpink has also been officially uh, submitted for uh, Grammy submission, <laughs> or Grammy
2: nomination oh no. oh no
0: too much stuttering
2: oh, darn. oh well that'll teach that'll
0: learn you i'm good. gonna throw all
2: my cards on the floor because that's a good thing to do right ha. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. the joke's
0: I get. on you for being prepared that's
2: what i get for letting gravity do its own thing all right i'll pass the phone over to you so you can be the timekeeper all right so are you ready who cares if i'm ready just go go all right so, we have coming out tomorrow, Friday, September 27th, an animation by DreamWorks called Abominable, which guy Which loves. actually looks adorable. Well, you love animation anyway, right?
1: Yep, and it just looks really adorable. I'm so, enjoying the uh, the Abominable adorable.
2: So, I'm going to try my, uh, what I did last year, and we'll see how it goes. My, uh, it's not a dramatic film, but here's a dramatic reading of the synopsis. After discovering a Yeti on the roof of her apartment building, teenager Yi and her two friends embark on an epic adventure to reunite the magical creature with his family. But to do so, they must stay one step ahead of a wealthy financier and a determined zoologist who want to capture the beast for their own gain. I couldn't drag it out long enough. There's still ten seconds left. So it's PG-13. game. There we go.
1: There we go. Ten seconds of gain. And that's
2: the news.
1: Okay, now we can go into our show.
2: <laughs> oh, was, are we doing a show? I totally didn't realize mm. that.
1: So, we're still on the... This is our last, last. show of Surprise. September! Surprise. So, now we're... This show is about
2: plot twists. What a twist.
1: <laughs> we're going to... Try not to reveal plot twists while we're doing this, which will be easier since Chelsea's not here. Right, miss revealing all of the things. I'm, you know, not. We,
2: we love you, Chelsea. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs>
1: so, we've got all kinds of new things to try to keep Synopsis. us on. Ha huh, I did. Ask. I did what you Synopsis. did. I did that too.
2: I'm wearing, That's by funny. the way, uh, I'm wearing my Avengers shirt, but with a twist. It's actually the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as the Avengers with April O'Neil as Black Widow. I don't know why they didn't um, have one of them being the Hulk, though. We've got Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, and um, Hawkeye.
0: It's already not easy being green. Don't ask yeah. too much of
2: them. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm green-shaming them. I think. How dare. I know. Well, I think also
1: you if you had a green turtle, how would you know? Oh. No,
0: he was he the He should be bigger
2: than usual. Right? right. You don't have to be flesh-colored.
0: <laughs> That's it.
2: So, plot twists. Plot twists. So, I wrote down a little definition thingy. Do you want to read it, or you want me to read you it? You can read it. Okay. So, in case somehow you've been living under a rock, and you don't know what a plot twist is. An unexpected development or occurrence in film, television, literature, or video games. Yes, some video games have actual storylines. Usually... There, there are a radical change in the direction or outcome of the plot. So, it's like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen, type thing, which you'll see quite often in murder mysteries, as into, hey, that person killed that person. I didn't know that. So, so we're going to talk about plot twists without giving away plot twists, which
1: they all die in the end. Will be a
2: twist. Oh, well, that's every Shakespeare play, right?
0: The twist and everything in J.R.R. Yeah.
1: J- or J.R.R. Token,
2: Jr. Mullen?
1: I don't know where I was going.
2: Martin. Known, Martin. Martin. I was trying to say
0: George. George, George, R-, George. R-, R. Martin. Georgie
2: boy. So you're So it could be George. Um, George R. R Rollins. George right. R- R Rollins. Right. That'd be a twist. George R-, R. K. Rollins. If we had the death toll in uh, Harry Potter that we had in Game of Thrones. Woo. And as much nudity. <laughs> Right. Although that would be wrong with the age that they are. It would have to just be the professors.
0: The, the, the twists for Harry Potter come after the books were already done, courtesy of Miss Rowling's Twitter
2: account. Oh!
0: That's where that's all the real twists...
2: It was all the, the subjective... Plot
0: twist, Dumbledore's gay. That has a huge impact on the storyline.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for spoiling it now. <laughs> <laughs> you you have can't to...
0: spoil it. It was a Twitter. <laughs> I... One single whole Twitter, that's
2: what it was It was a tweet
0: Thank you So, okay
2: I derailed us, my bad Hey, you're part of the team now If you can't derail us, then you're not part of the team
1: It's funny how we were talking about plot twists in games I mean, obviously there's plot twists in movies and television that we can go into But I've been thinking about where were plot twists in games that I had that I didn't see coming and the best one has to be Homeworld, hmm. because I was not ready for that.
2: <laughs> I have not played Homeworld.
1: Yeah, well, it's the, the, I, and it's kind of hard to say whether it's a plot twist or not. Um, so, for those of you who are not familiar, Homeworld is a real-time strategy game, um, which is based essentially on you're in a, a large spacecraft, and. Every time you start a new adventure, you have to create all the ships and go mining and and do all the things and, you know, like mine the asteroids and get the materials in so you can build better ships. And sometimes you'll show up in a a mission and the bad guys are already there and you have to figure out how to get the mining done fast enough to put ships out to fight the bad guys and stuff. Well, it's called Homeworld for a reason, and it's because... The first, you, you do the first few adventures where you go mine and you learn how to mine and then you learn, oh, and then you have the first impact with the aliens. Oh, that's the bad guys. Gotcha. Well, okay, we'll go home and resupply. And you go home and your homeworld has been blown up. And it was like... <laughs> so much for resupplying. Right. So the whole mission, the whole point of the game from that point forward is... That you're supposed to survive, mm-hmm. you know, with the enemy with these aliens on your butt the entire time.
2: But the Aliens on your butt's a totally different other game. That's a different game. Yeah.
1: But it's a different it's it's definitely was a twist. Yeah. None of us were ready for it. Nice. Because it was, you know, you you did an adventure, oh this is how you mine. Oh, okay, this is cool. Little tutorial going through oh, oh look, bad guys. Mm-hmm. We've gotten little cruisers, we can fight the bad guys, that's cool. And then you just, you're like, well, okay, cool. We're ready to start the real game now. And you go back and it's like, oh yeah, no real game. Your home world's dead.
2: And it was like. So I haven't played enough of it to get to any of the plots, but I've heard that the, uh, the writing for Star Trek online is really good. Yes. And so I'm guessing some of the stuff in Star Trek online
1: is ex- excellent.
2: That's what I've heard. So I'm guessing there's some decent plot twists in that. Um, it's escaping my memory as to which Silent Hill it was, but the big reveal. I wanna say it was two or three. Yes, yeah, two. Um, the big reveal yeah, as I to will. what was going on. <laughs> we're British we're doing the British salute to each other, it's telling each other it's two. Um, the big reveal in that was shocking. I don't know if anybody's played that. I don't want to give it away. I don't play Silent Hill it's, uh, it's uh, I'm checking I'm, Well right. It's uh, like concentrating. If I remember correctly that's the GBCs. one where you have amnesia. And so the big reveal is when you finally find out the secret about yourself. So that was really cool in that right. game. So we're talking about good reveals right now. So what makes... Actually written down, and ironically, or I guess um, obviously would probably be a better way to say it, what makes a good plot twist is the opposite of what makes a bad plot twist. Right. Um, so
0: it's the involvement adequate... of M. Night Shyamalan.
2: He's done a couple <laughs> of good ones.
1: Well, I mean, I have to admit, I mean, that's like... Sixth Sense was definitely the the main plot twist I mean he I mean
2: you know that's like that was one of those where it really felt if you knew the plot twist ahead of time it took away from the viewing of the film right uh, almost like a murder mystery and that's right.
0: what makes a good plot twist Yeah.
2: does it ruin the film if you know it ahead of time um, one thing the thing I've written down is adequate foreshadowing because I think if it has just the has, and that's a tricky spot because if it's too much then you're not fooled you see it coming a mile away if it's not enough you feel cheated Um, A good example of Not Enough would be the movie Now You See Me, which is about these magicians that do con artist stuff. They don't really give you any foreshadowing. Um, Even worse, I want to say the movie was called Sea of Love with Al Pacino, but I could be wrong. It was a murder mystery where they let you see who the bad guy is that did the murder for about one minute. Within the first fifteen minutes of film, then you never ever see him again, or never get any clues that that's who it is. And then it's like, look, it was this guy that you saw early in the film. Surprise! It's like, well, how it was, was the
1: fourth person I walking down the he street? He wasn't there. How Enjoying. was I supposed
2: to figure that out? Yeah. And, um, Cohen brothers are excellent writers and directors, and they um, do fantastic plot twists. Um, they've done, uh, sim- simple, um, sorry, blood simple. My brain was dyslexia in the title. Um, they did Blood Simple. Um, they've done uh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm. Um Far Fargo. Yep. So, so the uh, so good ones versus bad ones, and it's not just movies, books, books. right?
0: Books have lots of plot twists. The Bible's yeah. got its share, right? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think
0: good plot twists, literary, uh, the way that Ender's Game, the book. That, that twist
1: that that twist is serious
0: like I put the book down for a minute when I got to that I was
1: like what well and and Card managed to pull that off again because Xenocide also has a twist in right. it, and you're like whoa and you had to put it down
0: because it's oh, a Speaker Speaker element. of
1: the Dead it's Speaker of the Dead because that, 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 Xenocide Xenocide's great but the fact that there was that major twist in Ender's Game and then the major twist in Speaker and it was like okay I'm going to have to
0: You need a minute I to need think a minute. about what this person just did to you with their own writing
1: Right and that, w- that was really well done I like that So
2: <clears throat> So pretty much any video game that has Sean Bean as a voice actor that's not a surprise what's going to happen to him
1: Right You okay. know what, what, I don't know if this was. I just saw an article
2: which he's turning s- down movie roles. Yeah, he's
1: turning down movie roles if he dies in it now. Um, but I, I can't tell whether that was an an onion thing or not.
2: Because I mean, that would be a plot twist. He doesn't die,
0: there right?
1: There was some movie that Sean Bean was in that he didn't die in, and it was like it
0: was recent. It was Jupiter Ascending.
1: Yes. Well, it was like we were just talking about Matt Damon. I heard you know, that sp- movie was really people bad. People spent $900 billion rescuing like Matt Damon.
0: Jupiter Ascending depends on how you feel about the different parts of it. Visually, <laughs> it was great. I don't know if I followed the story at all with writing. There might have been a plot twist in it. Mm. I don't know, though. If it
2: has no plot, is that a plot twist? <laughs> plot twist. Plot twist, there
1: plot is no plot. Twist. <laughs> it's like this. It's like this episode of Geek Tank,
2: where we're just kind of moving. Hey, you're the moderator. It's your fault that we're not going where we're supposed to. Take control. Uh,
0: Spinning the wheels, that's another plot twist.
2: Right?
1: Okay, so one of the other things you had mentioned was television shows (laughs) Mm -hmm. having plot twists. Um, We just got through an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which had a really nice plot twist to it, and you were talking about foreshadowing and things like that in this episode, and It was funny because I had been making snarky remarks through the episode because of their foreshadowing, but it still took us by surprise. They were pretty obvious about their foreshadowing to say, here are all the pieces so that you don't blame us. But then I was like, gosh, they sure are putting big flags out about this. I'm going to have to make some snarky comments about this, but then we still didn't see it. Which is good foreshadowing. That's good writing as well. It's a tricky
2: aspect because people have different levels of perceptiveness. And this is something that uh, my brother discovered when he'd write murder mysteries, live-action murder mysteries, is if you make it too complex, then people feel really stupid. And people don't want to feel stupid. If you make it way too easy, then the people who are smart feel cheated. So he actually designed it with multiple layers. So actually figuring out one aspect of either the who, the why, or the where, or the how. One of those would be really easy to figure out. So you wouldn't feel stupid because like, oh, I I knew who it was, I didn't quite figure out how they did it though, or why they did it, type thing. And then each of those steps would have a different layer of complexity, so the winner was easy to determine whoever got all four of them. So figuring out one of those would be really complicated and there'd only be a few clues, very subtle clues. And so, if you can pull that off in a movie or in a a story that you have multiple layers of the twist that people don't feel cheated when it comes out, that's, I think, the key. Right. Somebody on um, our, what we like to call the Motor Pool,
1: uh, pool.
2: are watching our show live right now, and one of them had mentioned the TV show Lost, which I felt cheated at that because I felt what they, without giving it away, because it is a good show. They have great cinematography, they have some good acting, they have a lot of interesting writing in it. But within the first season, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is the plot twist. And the writers even went on a talk show and said, this is not the plot twist. And then it ended ah, up being...
1: the Into Darkness thing.
2: Yes. They we're gaslighting you on what the plot twist is, so that way when it happens, you'll be surprised. It's like, but I, I saw it coming This multiple seasons before it happened.
1: Now, that's another thing that, like... If you fail at running plot twists, you end up with effectively a deus ex machina,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Which is, now for those of you who do not know what a deus ex machina is. It's all Latin to me. Yeah, it's all Latin to you. Um, that that means you introduce a thing, a character, or something like that, which solves the problem for you. It just solves it. It's just been solved.
2: Like Dobby. Yeah. So um, he solves everything. We got to finish the problem, right? Because hmm.
1: Deus Ex Machina is—it's the machine of the gods—is what that literally translates to. So,
2: oh right,
1: right. I mean, it's <laughs>
2: Captain it's, Captain Marvel,
1: right? Captain Marvel, great. Captain Marvel. I love no, Captain Marvel. I, lo- I love, Mar- Mar- Machina, I love, yeah, she I Deus Deus love her. She, she's a great. But, but that's the thing, right? You have to remove her. From anything because she's powerful she enough. She can single-handedly solve to, everything. Yeah, right. she could solve or all like the squirrel
0: problems. Girl, how she hasn't even been in anything because she's canonically beaten Thanos like twice. Right. So, you know. The
1: so, I mean, of, it's, it's like we've does got Does she have to...
2: squirrels take the, the little gems out I of think, the book?
0: I think, yeah, she actually does. She has awesome. squirrels take gems out of the gauntlet. I need to read that one again. But, yeah, well, you know, girl. in
2: Magic the Gathering, squirrel tokens are 1-1 one, one creatures. But if you throw enough of them at somebody, it's going to be a problem. You only need
1: 20 of them out there. You well, Thanos, Thanos
2: is probably like commander level. He has like 40 or 50. That's still a lot yeah. of squirrels. It's a lot of squirrels. Yeah. So, CID rolled us just to make... Sh- that was my turn. Thank
0: you. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> Deus Ex
1: Machina. Anyway, so that's that's why we have to be very careful with the plot mm-hmm. twist, obviously. You don't want to screw up with a Deus Ex Machina. So, <clears throat> that's, a, that's a thing. But Lost had some good twists... You know you could probably see where the end of the show was going but still it was a good twist
2: yeah they had they had a lot of neat stuff that happened in it they had a lot of really interesting character development that it's just there were so many other things that could have been that people wouldn't have guessed um one fan theory my brother we have to do with my brother and it my mother. A I think. He's a fan. Um, actually, he thought it would be cool if that, since they were going from our world to the island, is if it was a wormhole. And that, that's how they were using the submarine, and that the plane went through the wormhole, mm. and it was actually sending them to like either an alternate reality or another planet. And where aliens are... Me- I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> we're messing with them. Um, but there's there's a lot of interesting things they could have done with it. And the ending doesn't make the show less of what was there. It just makes, when you get there. Uh, give me a second for my brain to catch up. Enterprise. Yep. Last 15 minutes of Enterprise. You could skip that. Right? Right. Because In fact,
1: it's interesting that somebody had just put an analysis on These Are the Voyages on Trek No Babble oh. on, on Reddit.
2: Because to me, uh, be sure to stop me if we get to a break time, because I'm not watching the clock right now. Um, is uh, Is that uh, the worst trope for a bad plot twist is that it was all a dream. Right. It's like, oh, I just woke up and everything that you thought was happening wasn't. And granted, Wizard of Oz works for that because you have to... The way it works is like, well, was it really a dream type thing? So, Well,
1: and and the, and the one that's <coughs> obviously the, the king of all of those, of course, is Dallas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which brought that in with who shot Jr. and that whole thing, and it turns out to be Bobby in the shower.
2: Thanks for spoiling it. You're welcome.
1: If you guys have not episode. heard <laughs> of the episodes of, I don't know anybody who watches Dallas except my mom. Your mom. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, but I mean, that was, but that's like the king of of plot twists mm-hmm. in the shower plot twists. But it's because it was the first time that had ever been pulled off. Right.
2: Yeah, you, you can get away with it the first time, maybe the second time. Then right. if you're going to use that trope, you've got to add a twist to it.
1: Yeah, you've got to twist the tw- twist.
2: Twist the twist. Um, Sounds painful.
1: I mean, because there's another one which, you know, I was just thinking about while we were talking about this was Battlestar Galactica. Ron Moore's version, BSG-75. The remake. The remake. Because the way they handled getting to the end was great. Because the twists weren't in the end. The twists were before the end, right? Everything got twisted Mm -hmm. up by the time you got to the end. Because really, Battlestar Galactica has one of two outcomes Mm -hmm. either they find Earth or they don't find Earth. (laughs) And there's really nothing in
2: between. Or they all wake up.
1: Right. Because, I mean, there's like, there's nothing you can do about that. And Soberty was always like, ah, the ending was stupid. And I'm like, well, there's nothing you can do, really. (laughs) You, you either find Earth or you don't find Earth. It's it's straight up. So it was great that what they did was they started twisting the plot line, getting to there.
2: Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do something different instead of just remaking it scene for scene or plot for plot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The original. If, if you feel like jumping in, I feel like you're, we're... You're,
0: you're over my head right now. <clears throat> oh, so okay. You're good, you're good. That's a first. <laughs> I'm
2: over anyone's head. So um, we're are drowning her. Mr. Moderator, are we up to our first break? or? Are well, we 20 we minutes, go to 20 our first,
1: minutes? Yeah, we can go to our first. Well, we only have no, one this break this, is, this time around.
2: Oh, I thought we had two. We so don't have two breaks. So we should go a little longer and then break a in the little middle.
1: Little that's sort of what I was headed for. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't that. get the second break in yet. Oh. I got one of them together, but I didn't get the Well, that's break a yet. plot twist. That is a plot twist. Uh-huh. So.
2: And waiting to see how the, tech, the technical side of it goes off will be interesting, yeah, too. Yeah, I am,
1: too. We're all looking forward to this. We, we've been dinking with the show a little bit as you might imagine.
2: Show dinking 101.
1: Yeah, well, it happens.
2: Oh, oh good job. Oh, you
0: dinked just... it. Wow. There we go. It's fine. It's supposed to do that. It's mm. a notebook. It's just digital. Plot Kay. twist.
1: Plot twist. <laughs> so, okay, so of all of the plot twists, what we'll do is we'll we'll head to a break and we'll come back, and when we come back, we can come back and talk about our favorite plot twists. How about okay. that?
0: And iconic ones. Think sure. That sounds good. Iconic and favorite plot twists of
1: all time. That sounds like a plan. All okay, right. we'll go to a break. We're going to we'll try to right after
0: this. Let's try.
1: Geek Tank is sponsored in part by Geekway Homes. If you're a geek and you need a home, contact Geekway Homes at www.geekwayhomes.com Also. We're sponsored by Kieran Games. If you need games, this is the place to go. Contact Kieran Games at kierangames.net. And finally, we're sponsored by Hexacon 2020. Coming up MLK weekend, Hexacon 2020. We're also sponsored by people like you. If you want to help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash foxblade. Thank you. Now back to the show.
2: Okay, and we're back. Hey, guess what I did this weekend? It wasn't really this weekend, it was this week. I'm not, you know, we don't talk about your private life though. I'm, well, fine, You're, you want the ratings to drop, we'll do that. No, I got to go visit a friend of ours uh, who runs a toy store. Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. He goes by Toy Magnus. I'm going to wait for the blender to stop grinding up children in the background, though. Someone ordered a a Child. a Child, though. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he runs uh, Toy Magnus Books and Games. So he does uh, new and used stuff like action figures, um, video games, Legos. So you've bought a few of the space yep. Legos because that's what you like to collect. Um, but he's right around the corner from me up in Arvada at uh, 6656 Wadsworth Boulevard, Arvada. Um, you can find him on Facebook as Lord Moe the Toy Magnus. So I just wanted to give him a shout-out because I thought it was cool that he's still up and running. We've We've known him since... Just before the creation of Geek Tank.
1: Yep, we've known it since before Geek Tank. Yep. Which is now coming up on what six years at this point. Oh man. Yeah, we've known him for a long time.
2: We're almost out of diapers. And <laughs> baby. I actually, catch. that's we're, we're Can almost we put out of. You in the corner. We're almost out of the car seat. Nobody puts baby in the corner. We're almost. Is that
0: a plot? twist? There you go.
2: A plot twist. Well, th- when it turns out that he was actually dead the whole time as a dance instructor. Oh. And And then he, and then he, uh, then he's a, yep, exactly, exactly, and then he breaks everyone's kneecaps in a bar fight.
0: Roadhouse.
2: Roadhouse. (laughs) Roadhouse. Okay. These are these are things that these are things that Guy will not keep up with us on, but that's fine because he loses me on all the Star Trek stuff. Not all of it, most of it. So. So iconic and favorites.
1: Iconic and favorites. So let's see here. I mean, I, I am always going to, she brought up some of my favorites Was from, from Orson Scott Card's mm. um, Enders series. Those are definitely amongst my favorite plot twists because I still remember them. Werner um, Ver, Wenge is another sci-fi author who has brought up some interesting plot twists in his stories. And they always involve... And it always, all these plot twists always involve kind of breaking your view of how aliens work. Mm. You know, because it seems like that's one of my favorites to go through is the... It's the aliens. And the aliens are... bad, or they want to probe you, or whatever. And then plot twist they're not really bad. They don't really want to probe you, you know, yada, yada, yada. They just want
0: to go home.
1: Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> And it's like, you find out this, like, all of our assumptions. And that's one of the things I really love is whenever they do these assumption-breaking things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that's, uh, that's amongst those that I really like. Um, this, this
2: brings up a question I thought of earlier when I was thinking about the uh, topic. Does simply knowing that something has a plot twist set it up to be more spoiled than if you didn't know it had a plot twist? Because then now you're looking for it
1: right I think that I think being s- surprised by a plot twist is good
2: um, as an example without giving it away I had no idea what Fight club was about because the trailer nobody made a bl- talk about it nope nobody talked about it that was the first rule but the trailer looked like two guys taking their shirts off and beating each other up and I'm like I'm not interested in this. It doesn't even look like Jackie Chan choreography. I don't want to watch this type of fight show. So I, I skipped it. It hit the what I call the dollar theater, even though it's actually, at the time, I think it was like two fifty for a ticket. <laughs> right. um, but but it's, uh, Elvis Cinema um, is fantastic because they're a second-run theater. But it hit that, and I heard someone go, it's a fantastic movie, and I respected their opinions of movies. So without right. asking why they thought it was a fantastic movie, I just went and saw it. And it blew me away, because I had no idea what I was getting into. Now, if somebody would have told me, oh, you should go see this, there's a really cool twist in it, I think it would have lessened the enjoyment of the film, possibly. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. Not, you know, It's all hindsight-type stuff. Um, but whenever I show that film to someone, I try to avoid telling them that there's a plot twist. I just say, look, you need to watch this. I know you're going to like it, but I can't tell you why. Right. Thing. Um, but so I'm just wondering... Because it's hard to—I mean, we're, the whole show we're talking about plot twists. So we're going to be talking about titles or things right. with plot twists. So you're you're kind of doomed from that aspect. But we're going to do our best not to give away what the plot twists are.
1: <coughs> yeah, but, like Star Trek Discovery season one, where
2: which, they weirdly showed enough that the
1: ship was a pizza factory. To
2: get to that episode, you have to get through most of the non-pizza factory episodes. That's true. And most people get sick after the first two.
1: <laughs>
2: so. Well, they watch the free ones and then they're like, "That wasn't worth paying money for," and then they don't go further. And you're like, "No, no, no! It's totally it's worth totally paying money worth for. paying for." But, but that's you know. That's a, us. But I, I thought that was a great twist in Discovery. Yeah, Discovery
1: had a really good twist, mm-hmm. um, in first season. I feel
0: like there's a wasted opportunity for not calling it Deep Dish Nine. Mm, <laughs> nice. Deep dish nine. Does that mean
2: it's either a nine-inch pizza or nine toppings?
0: Yes. Your choice. Uh, how about both? Deep
2: dish. Both If it's a nine-inch nine deep, deep dish, dish, dish. dish, that's a that's a pizza cake at that point.
0: Mmm,
2: mm, pizza, cake.
0: pizza cake. It's the only kind of cake that matters.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the plot twist. Well, uh, rule of acquisition twenty-three: you must always get your slice of pizza. I don't know. I'm not the tricky in the does, group. Does make no, you wonder? We're not. <laughs>
0: um, I keep thinking about iconic plot twists in. I joke about M Night Shyamalan and poke fun at him because I had respect for him, and then Avatar: The Last Airbender happened, <laughs> and the plot twist there was that it was a bad movie. No. Um,
2: Actually, you know what? If you know absolutely nothing about the about the cartoon, it's a tolerable movie. I'll say that. If you know, <laughs> if you know, if you know nothing, if you know the slightest thing about Avatar, which almost everyone does. It's not, you're gonna hate, it. You're gonna hate um, it. The actor that played Zuko though, was a fantastic choice.
0: He was, and that's that's probably the saving grace of the movie, was um, that young man. Was Zuko? Was Zuko. <laughs> uh, Who like, went
2: on to do um, um, Slumdog Millionaire.
0: Slumdog Millionaire, yes. Um, I think my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie, my favorite twist is The Village. Um, that one's like, hmm. That one is one that like because I love jump scares. I love monster movies. I thought this was gonna be a monster <laughs> t- movie.
2: We have our yin and yang.
0: <laughs> and no, it's not a monster movie. And it just you figure that out, and you're like, hey, the what now? It's so that one? Uh, well,
1: it's like Sixth Sense, like, which hey, is now? in fact full of jump scares.
2: I remember just one.
1: There's like three.
2: Okay. Oh, the bicycle. The bicycle. Um, There's the The bicycle bicycle one. There's the one with the tent uh, inside the room. In the room,
1: yeah. And then there was one more, I can't remember. Probably right
2: at the beginning when the guy's in the house. Spoiler alert, there's a guy and there's a house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. But, yeah. Um, (laughs) So it's like... uh, So the people in the motor pool are talking about Altered Carbon, which I haven't gotten into very far yet, but I've enjoyed what i've seen so far i love that show yeah i mean i um, really want to see more of it because it's interesting
2: and they've are they're already filming season two it's going to come out in 2020 um i want to say february but i can't remember for sure hmm. but i was hoping it was going to come out this month for my birthday as a present but it didn't so sounds
0: like it's going to be my birthday present instead Ooh, nice
2: did you see season Which, one then? By the way,
1: I'm, <laughs> get out. You know, it's, we should okay. be wishing Chelsea a happy birthday because it was her birthday.
2: Yeah. Happy
0: birthday, Chelsea. You don't get
2: anything. You, you don't go. get
1: any cake or anything because you're not here.
2: Yep. We're bitter.
0: Don't listen to them. Your presence
2: in the mail. Maybe your presence is the mail. Present is the mail. And that's M A I L, not M A L E. Just to keep a PG 13. <laughs> And I don't mean... like we're not it's talking... Like, about it's about like Mayo. It's not M-A-Y-O. Now, right? Yeah. I was going to say Tyler is
0: a gift, but okay. You guys can make it weird. That's fine. Well,
2: why do so, we listen, not make it weird? So, we're, so first, I mean, we, first we have to kidnap you know. him. I, I then I we can... say, you
1: have been with us for a couple of weeks I now. I should know. You should know better.
0: I should know. It was in the
1: application. Didn't you fill it out <laughs> and read it? Did you read the fine print? Ah. No. We make it weird. That's... It was in the fine print.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> plot twist! And, and, uh, plot, yeah, twist. Pl- plot twist! Surprise!
1: <laughs> so, there you
2: go. So where were we? Oh, okay, so you were talking about your favorite ones and. Right. Um, so.
1: Now, so, yeah, so the iconic ones then mm-hmm. would be.
2: Did you do all your favorite ones? No, she hasn't. No, do all I did, your favorite I did. ones.
0: Mostly The Sixth Sense and The Village are probably my favorite plot twists.
2: Oh, okay, so they're both Fair. M. Night Shyamalan ones.
0: Yeah, just. just you, they're good plot twists they're like the strongest examples so which, I can think of so
2: which which Jim Night Shyamalan movie was it that made you start hating him besides um, besides Avatar um, was there was there a twist that made you not like like a lot of people really hated Signs because they're like
0: Signs was
2: dumb because the the level of stupidity that the antagonist I'm going to be super vague here not to give away anything the antagonist made a choice of a target that was 80% lethal to them. So you have to be really stupid to make that kind of choice. And it didn't seem like a stupid type of antagonist. So it was weirdly written for that. Um, In any case...
0: (laughs) No, my husband and I were talking about signs last night because I told him we were doing plot twists. And -hmm. and we were going to talk about M. Night Shyamalan as the master of plot twists. And um, he just immediately went on a tangent about signs and the plot twist is just I feel like I
2: feel like M. Night Shyamalan made his own bomb and blew himself up with it because he yes. did such a great job and all of a sudden everybody's like you must always do a great job and I think right. when he did Avatar he was like ha take that <laughs> that's what you get for putting all this pressure on me um,
1: ah, there's dissension on the motor pool about whether Signs
2: was a good or bad movie I now, Lady in the Water is better than Signs See, whereas a friend of mine gave me the DVD, Lady in the Water, on the promise that i never give it back to him. No! <laughs> so, and you
0: gave it back to him? I haven't
2: even watched it yet. Oh, Did you burn okay, it? So you no, I, 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 I can't make an informed decision on it because I haven't watched it yet. So, And that's simply because of time, not because I'm avoiding it. I mean, I watched Meatball Machine Girl, so I've, I have very low standards with what type of movie I will watch. I
1: was going to say, there's a number of movies that I'm actually pretty fond of. I think I just combined liked. two
2: different movies. One's machine and the other one's called Meatball Why, something. The these are these are these are these That's, are, that's the where I went. Batter. Yes, exactly. No, these are the Japanese and, well, gore films, the Japanese gore type um, things of like the main character loses her arm and replaces it with a gatling gun. Oh, okay. Unlike a chainsaw like Ash did. But that's fair. but the gore is such bad effects. It's like you could tell that their budget for latex and blood was like 5 bucks. Okay. So, um, I don't I don't know why I watched them. I'm pretty sure I sold those to someone, <laughs> but I watched them once and somebody said I want them. I'm like, okay, I'll sell them to you for what I bought paper. Well, there you go. On okay, mix, so plot that's twist. A thing. Um, so I'm getting back. I'm, I'm not. I'm derailing, but I'm derailing in my lane, if that's possible. Um, gosh, what plot twist? I really did enjoy. Um, I saw that kind of coming, though. That wasn't. There was a good plot to us, somewhat uh, off camera, which you guys can't hear right now. Uh, Cabin in the Woods was mentioned, which is a fantastic horror film. Um, yeah, which I think good enough that you yeah.
1: actually got me to go see it. Well, the it's theater. because I
2: remembered Cabin in the Woods. I'll will oh, yes. Okay, I was going to say, yes, I can yes. loan it to you. No, um, I memorized where all the jump scares were so I could help Guy get through it. Because, which was awesome. I mean, um,
1: like, that's still a story told in mm-hmm. our in our group. How Troy memorized all the jump There's only six, so, could, like, so it was easy to do. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. And I'd like sit there with my popcorn, and I'm not watching. And there's only
2: there's only like one that is a, a fake out one, where it's like the girls kissing the wolf head, and it's set up and feels like it's going to be a jump scare. The
0: and it's like, oh
2: my god, it's, it's going to do. It's coming. like, no, no, it's it's a fake out. Don't worry. Um, I think Which it's you actually a, told me too. Yeah, I think it's You're a like, tie a fake out. between Fight Club and Sixth Sense, because I don't, you know. I didn't see the Sixth Sense one coming, but I wasn't looking for one either. So, and then Fight Club, I definitely was not expecting that twist. Um, but I think yeah, those, are, those would be my top. Was,
1: like, if you expect it because you know it's coming, mm-hmm. we talked about that earlier, and now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, well, but there are times where you go in knowing that there will be a plot. Now, quest. the
2: good ones, like we've discovered in Discovery, That was a lot of discovery there. Was the plot twist that you can enjoy the first time through, and then the second time through, knowing it, you enjoy it even more because you see every step of the way that they set it up. All the pieces that they're putting in place. It's like, oh, look at all those clues they laid out there that are so easy to miss the first time through.
1: Which is why season two is not as strong. Mm -hmm. Because they lost their writers halfway through season two. Well, they're going
2: for something different. They're not going for a plot twist season. Right.
1: But it's not it's not as enjoyable second second time through which is a shame because mm-hmm. I love Pike, Spock and number one as secondary characters in this in the plot but and I liked season two a whole lot I feel like season two was better than season one but that doesn't seem to but be you're shared tre- by but the, you're a Trekkie right That's, that doesn't seem to be shared by the non-Trekkies the yeah. non-Trekkies who just like I am a Star Wars fan mm-hmm. you know who just passively watch they feel like season one of Discovery is better than season two.
2: Now, Emily, you might be too young for this, but did you ever see the movie Clue? I
0: actually have seen the movie Clue. Now,
2: have you seen all the endings? I
0: have seen all of the endings.
2: So, that's, so what happens with... That's an interesting way to avoid spoilers. Because okay. if, if someone tells you, oh, so-and-so did it, and then in the version you watch, it's different. Right. Um, it's that... That's. Now, I don't Clue, yep.
1: they, they had different endings depending on what part of the country you were in. Mm-hmm. So you could theoretically watch Clue and then call your mom in a different place and say, oh, the ending of Clue is so-and-so did it. And she would watch a completely different ending and go, well, my son just told me that so-and-so did it. And then yeah, they didn't.
2: Which they're talking about remaking Clue. I wonder if they're going to do multiple that was endings. really
1: clever because mm-hmm. um, that actually did happen with my sister and I and that's it, pre-internet no, it with so my sister. it wasn't it easy happened to with somebody and I because mm-hmm. well, I don't think it was my sister at the time but we were in two different locations I saw a totally different movie right and it was like wait a minute that person didn't do it this mm-hmm. person did it and I was like okay now I'm having this moment of maybe I remember the movie wrong and it was kind of funny Because it wasn't until later I found out that they had literally distributed different endings with different movies to different theaters. So you really could not watch. You know, it really was a good chance that you wouldn't watch the same movie. That was really
2: clever.
0: I feel like, no, that my brain's telling me there was something else that did the same thing. And I can't remember if it was like a book or a game or... Oh, yeah, it was
2: old there's Well, right? there's several games that have different endings based on your path that you choose.
0: No, I feel like it was like a distribution thing. Like oh. this ending was distributed here, this ending was distributed there. But uh. I can't
2: think of it. Now, I do know that um, what's interesting is they do different versions of movies for theatrical release and then for television release. And there's like scenes that don't make it into a theatrical release that they might put back into a television release in order to make up for other scenes they had to cut out for time. Um, First one I ever saw that in was Superman with uh, Christopher Reeves. Because I was watching it, I'd seen it in the theater, and then later on I was watching it on TV, and there's a scene where he's going through the subway to find Luther's uh, hidden lair. And there's machine guns that come out and shoot him, and then there's a freeze ray and flames. And I'm like, I don't remember this in the movie. And so I had to quiz my brother. I'm like, wait, did I forget this happening? He's like, no, that's not in the theatrical release. And Mm -hmm. so there's scenes like that. Um, A horror movie that I love, which is uh, under the space slug trope, is um, Night of the Creeps. Mm -hmm. Which, if you've ever seen Slither, Slither's basically an homage to Night of the Creeps. Mm -hmm. But Night of the Creeps has, like, three different endings and it's just because of theatrical release, television release stuff. Um, Brazil, which is one of Chelsea's favorites, also has multiples. With the this is a really depressing ending, and this is the cheerful ending because we cut the movie out ten minutes before you see the depressing part of the ending.
1: Well, the okay. Abyss and, is the same way. James Cameron's The Abyss. Oh, I don't know the differences the, in that uh, one. The director's cut is completely different. Is it uh, all dream? No. Oh, but I mean, it. But do, they, the, do they find the, the Titanic? Yes. Been dead all along? Um, yes, that's exactly what happened. Um, but. The in in the director's cut, the interaction between the aliens and and the humans is completely different. Probed. Yeah, it's well. It, it, it actually, I like the director's cut a whole lot better. Well, because I got probed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Probed. Right. So. Fr- I don't know if you were I going, was going for to that, that, but
0: stop you. But you know what? We'll I'll, ta- I'll take it
1: as a high five. Water probes. Anyway, um, it's the way it goes. Um, water probes are the cleanest way. The right? abyss. The abyss is one of the movies that I really like. I really like that movie a whole lot. But I have to admit, I like the director's cut a whole lot better than the, the, the final release.
2: I've only seen it once, and I only remember the wedding rings, and the door. Right. That's all that's coming to mind right now with that, and the water alien. Right. Thing, so. But that's see
1: if that was a Russian water tentacle, Mm
2: -hmm. yeah, or Japanese water tentacle, which is a totally different other totally different trope. So there you go. So so classic iconic movies. um, There's some that people haven't seen or forget about or don't think of as twists. Um, Right, Planet of the Apes, I think, is is on that one, where a lot of people because it has that classic. This is the twist, and now credits roll. Right, Uh, Soylent Green. So which I don't we agree. won't give away the ending of that. I don't know why. Nobody, nobody knows that. Knows one. that. It hasn't been referenced a thousand Ever. times in The Simpsons Never. or anything.
1: Well, and that's that's the other thing is the twist makes such an impact that it becomes a cultural icon to know the twist. Right. It becomes a joke then becomes in itself too. A problem. Um, and mm. I'm about to give away a plot twist because it makes a good one because I'm pretty sure everybody here has seen it. However, well if say you what have it is it, first. Block your ears right now cuz it's a to Star Wars. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's right. a Star
2: Wars twist. If you don't want to know the Star Wars twist from Empire Strikes Back, right. Then, then, then stop listening until stop I listening wave at the right camera, now. which those but, listening on the podcast won't right. see me wave.
1: Yeah, well. Anyway, <laughs> but but, uh, but obviously the the infamous <laughs> Luke I am your father,
2: which is always misquoted.
1: Right. I just misquoted it right now. Um, but that's
2: how most people remember it, so they're going to think you quoted it correctly. Right. So, it's just like the literally has changed definition. The quote has literally changed right. because people misquoted enough.
1: But that's a, that's a great example of a twist. That, right. And, and especially since now, they've built movies in front of it. They've built movies behind it. That entire twist was a shocker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I mean, that was like game changer shocker.
2: I remember at that time, I was 7, was that 77 or 78?
1: 77 was Star Wars, so it was seventy-eight.
2: 80. Oh, that's right. 80.
1: 80 for Empire. So
2: I was nine. Right. And for some reason, I had this thing in the back of my head that Darth Vader was mostly droid, if not all droid, because they had R2-D2 and C-3PO. Mm-hmm. And, they, of course, stormtroopers weren't because they put on the uniform. Right. But Vader was his own thing, and he had buttons and everything, and he has the breathing respirator. I'm like, well, there could be something living in there, but some aspect of it had a click that it was quite human. So it was an even bigger twist to me as a nine-year-old. Right, I could see that. When I'm like, oh, yeah, of course he's human. And not only is he human, but he's his dad. Or is he? Because he doesn't believe him.
1: Right. Well, and that's the thing, is that like now that, now that we've done that, if you watch Star Wars in order,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, now it's obvious. Right, because the... Yeah. F- and it, it, they ruined their own plot twist. But... That was a famous plot twist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so famous that, like, there were, you know, secrecy pacts and things like that. And, you know, people would go down lines, the lines to see Empire Strikes Back going, you know, Darth Vader is Luke's dad, and then getting beat up for it. Yep. And stuff like that. I mean, it was like,
2: cuz this was pre-internet so yes. that was you're supposed to keep that stuff secret right i
1: mean it was like that was a serious shocker but what gets me is the fact that the the previous 3 movies undid it
2: well that's why i like the what they call the machete order mm-hmm. is when you show them film the films to someone entirely new that have no idea what's going on you show them star wars a new hope then Star Wars, um, Empire Strikes Back, and then after the reveal, you go back and show episodes one through three because it's like, oh, now that you know the secret, let's see the story of how he got to be that way. Right, Which, like a flashback. If you're going to show them that, we know, everyone knows how I feel about those movies in the first place, and you could take all three of them and water them down to one really good hour worth of film which would be a reasonable break between Empire Strikes Back and Grace. Return of the Jedi. Topher Grace apparently did Apparently did that. it and in order not to get sued into oblivion he hasn't shown it to anyone other than his closest friends. So,
1: which irritates the heck out of me because how that do I become his closest gotta go be friend?
2: Hey, right, we got to fi- we got to figure out how to do that. K-12. Yeah, hey, do you like do you like what special you chocolate, dark chocolate or white chocolate cuz I'll send you a chocolate box.
1: You are a favorite mm, spider yes. What? I don't know, I'm just making
0: stuff up. That's a plot twist.
2: You should know who he is because you were a fan of that 70s show. Yes, I know okay. exactly who
0: he is.
1: Plot twist. But he looks, he looks just like Tobey Maguire. And so there was this long, ongoing, I don't even know who it was, but somebody had confused Topher Grace with Tobey Maguire and it became a thing on a meme of some sort. Anyway,
2: the movie uh- I'm referencing that meme. He's in the movie Predators, which I know you'll never watch because it's full of jumpy scares. Right. Uh, but for like the first like five minutes, I kept doing the "I know, I know this actor. Why can't I remember who it is?" Right. Uh, type thing. But is that one guy? Is that one guy from that one show? That one. But then I like, show. "Oh, who it's you that guy." Be friends with? Um, right. So you can give us the machete S- order. Citizen Kane.
1: Citizen Kane has a famous mm-hmm. plot twist, which we won't say. Well, what's interesting Although, is
2: they all the, the not at this the, point in time. Unlike Star Wars, that always gets quoted, the twist is not what's quoted, but the reference to the preference to uh, the reference to what the twist is. Right. Is just the word Rosebud. Finding out what Rosebud means is the twist, and to know that you need to watch the movie.
0: I mean, Rosebud's not just a cheat code in the Sims. It is. Oh. Just a cheat code or a Sims. safe word in the oh. Sims. <laughs> Depending you've on which you've been playing
2: the wrong I've been playing Sims. Playing the wrong
0: Sims. Forget getting lots
1: of money. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sims. Oh man,
2: Sims is brutal. You
0: can make your own plot twist. So,
2: uh, Psycho. Um is a norman, plot twist norman yes. bates um what's interesting with that is when i first saw the movie the bigger plot twist to me was that the person i thought was the main character dies in like the first 20 minutes because you're following that character's life and they're setting it up it's like oh this is the protagonist because i'm seeing everything happening in their life and i'm and the cameras following this person and 20 minutes in it's like oh they're dead they're not the main character apparently
1: yeah that is uh-huh. kind of a plot twist
2: um, the plot twist I hate which um, works in some movies but don't in others is the classic Friday the 13th type plot twist which was a cool plot twist I just didn't like the or, I mean the plot twist was cool I didn't like the way films end with the oh the monster's still alive and it just killed the person and now you know there's gonna be a sequel uh-huh. that wasn't the plot twist that was cool about Friday the 13th there's a different plot twist I'm not gonna mention um, but there's a it's a trope now in horror films is you think everything's fine and then the monster jumps up out of the lake or out yeah, of from bed. Yeah, because right that
1: can't... I, let's, that's let's, one of the let's reasons let's why I won't watch those. end
2: with a jump scare and then roll credits.
1: Right. Because you're like, oh,
2: thanks. So, I guess that works for some people. I don't know. you like jump scares?
0: I like jump scares. I don't like red herrings. Red herrings the, are The, the fake, fake ending. The fake ending or, like, the fake clues making you think that, oh, um, you know what the plot twist is going to be, but it's, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, can't think of any off the top of my head. Once I start talking, I should just start <laughs> writing things down before I open my mouth. No. Um, it's all a learning. We'll house. see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Hmm. But just, I had one. Something you were talking about. Let's see. Red
2: herrings. So
1: red herrings are for delicious. Those of you, oh yeah. You who people who don't know what red herrings are? Um, red, a red herring is when the story is set up. To do a thing and then doesn't. Instead, it's leading you off on a different path. Um, so you think that it's going to head one way and it doesn't. In this instance, obviously, I think you're talking about it's going to be a jump scare. No, never mind.
0: No, never mind. Or you think it's this guy who did it all.
2: It's the butler because the butler it's always the butler, does it. The
0: butler's shifty, and he was the missing the night of the murder. But no, he was he was asleep. He... It just builds you up and puts you in one direction and then veers off to the other side. And it's like, no, 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 ha, ha. you thought. Oh, you
2: thought. So an example I just pulled up of a red herring is uh, Mother. It's bedtime, Jane. Jane. Mom, how do ants feed their babies? Mother. Don't know, dear. Close your eyes now. Jane. But Mama, do ant babies cry when they're hungry? This conversation shows how a child tries to distract her mother so that she Jane can stay awake a little longer. I should have read that before I started reading it.
1: Right, cuz that I didn't, mean, didn't the, make the any truth sense of the to me matter is My kid does that to me all the
2: time. So,
1: now it's No, just go to bed.
2: Yeah, a clue that leads in the wrong direction. So, uh, it's Red herrings can work, but they're super delicate things to mess with. Right. Because uh, the purpose of the red herring is supposed to be to make the twist that much more cooler when it happens. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example of a red herring, and it's it's hard to come up with one off the top of my head. So I'm not going to. That's just what I'm going to do.
1: Fuck. <laughs> I turn the light on.
2: Trope. Okay. And, of course, I can't see the motor pole right now because I was looking up other stuff. Right. But- so, so red herring's bad. Red
0: herring's... I the see the, the that
1: this,
2: this is the way that that one just, like, died. Yes, it like it died. Red
1: herring's... Are well, you see, the red, red, red herring in that herring. conversation
2: was that you thought I had a point, red and red I, I didn't. I to
0: it, but no. The, that the plot red twist is, red is red I had no herring. point.
2: Okay. Well,
0: let's
1: wrap this one up, then. So, with all these plot twists that we've brought up, um, we've got... <laughs> We've got all kinds of interesting things. I like the motor pools bringing up interesting stuff too. Um, so that's always a fun thing. Anyway, so any last thoughts? Any parting thoughts
2: on uh, plot twists?
1: No. No.
2: no. no. Well, pl- plot twist, it's about, it's, you have elements of a story. And of course, be it a book, a film, a movie, or a TV show, it's a story. And so the re- it's the reveal and it's the surprise. And a joke is built off of the reveal. Right. The punchline is the plot twist. So if you don't... If I start telling you a joke and you already know the plot twist, it may still be a funny joke, but it's not as funny as if you hadn't heard it before. So the classic, stop me if you've heard this before. Right. So it's, uh, I, I think the takeaway is don't spoil films for people. Don't be right. that person. Shh.
1: Let people enjoy things.
0: <laughs>
1: Man. Adam Ellis did a great com- comic on that one. I love that. Okay. Well, guys, that's pretty much all the show we're going to do at this week. Next week is we start our new subject and our new topic. Is it fear? Fear. I
0: think we move into fear.
2: Because of Halloweenies.
0: Halloweenies. Fear. And. We start off with urban myths.
2: Urban hmm. myths. Carl Urban myths? Myths about Carl Urban? Yes. Okay. There's a lot
1: of myths about him.
2: He's done a g- lot of good movies.
1: Yep. He has. He has. All right. So join
2: us next week for Urban myths.
1: myths. And that's all the time we've got for today. I've been Guy. I've been Troy. I've been Emily. And this is Geek Tank.
0: As always, you can email us at
2: questions at com. Join the conversation on Twitter at RMGeekTank. You can also follow
0: us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Tumblr for Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. Feel free to join the conversation. We look forward to hearing from you. Geek Tank is a production of Foxblade Media and is protected under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. Kevin Weibler is our engineer, and our music was composed by David Corner. Geek Tank is funded by listeners like you. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Foxblade. I'm Mike Davis, coming to you from the Twilight Zone. Good night.